stress, anxiety, and depression are skyrocketing among children and teens. And Cook Children's Healthcare System is on a mission to bring these topics into the light. I'm Winnie King. And I'm Dr. Kristen Perch. If you have kiddos in the room, now is the time to put on those headphones. Some of the topics we'll be discussing will not be suited for young ears. This is Raising Joy. Hi, and welcome back to Raising Joy. I'm Kristen Perch, and I'm joined by my amazing, beautiful, and effervescent uh, co-host. <laughs> Whatever. Winnie King. Uh, we're all at Cook Children's, and it's all good. We love it there. That's right. Yeah. What yeah. have you been up to? Let me tell you something. You know, we talk a lot about me on the internet, which is a dangerous thing. Apparently. Yeah, it's very dangerous. <laughs> and so I was, you know, I was just kind of doing what I do, and I was flipping through some videos, and I actually came through a video of someone who was talking to Andy Cohen. Andy Cohen is the guy who is the, uh, you Cohen. know, the the real housewives of Name That City. You know, he, he created it. Yes. So he's interviewing somebody, and I swear to you, I don't know who it was. It might have been one of the housewives. But she was starting to talk about the things that she does to kind of, and it almost sounded like, this, these are things that really raise joy. Okay. And I said, okay, well, let me write some of this down. Okay. And we're going to talk a little bit about it. But, you know, I thought it was really powerful because this woman was saying, you know, she has a, a notebook at her bedside. So every single morning when she wakes up, she writes down three things that she's grateful for. And they have to be specifics. You can't say, oh, the, the sun was rising or I'm breathing. You have to say something specific. I was grateful for the guy who let me in traffic. Okay. You know, I'm grateful for that. There was somebody who actually maybe complimented me on an outfit that I thought was questionable, but thankful. <laughs> I'm I'm thankful for that compliment. So she writes those things down. Okay. And then she writes down something that was great within the 24 hours. It could be something small, something big, but she writes down something that happened to her great. Now she continues the morning and you don't have to do this, but she continues the morning uh, by having set aside the time to pray and or meditate. Okay. And I said, wow, what a way to wake up and not be saying, Oh gosh, I got to start this day, you know, so you're not starting the day in regret. So she goes through, she writes all these things down and she um, prays and meditates. And then, of course, she does now 30 minutes of exercise because, you know, that's what you do. And I kept thinking, you know, that would help really rewire Mm -hmm. the brain. And to me, I, I just thought... What are what great tips for raising the joy? I love that in your right. life. Yeah, I think it just sets your intention for the day, right? Because you're going to be on the lookout for things to be thankful for yes. for the next day. Yeah, and so like you're kind of like priming the pump, like right. getting yourself right. more to focus on what's positive and going well, as opposed to rather than focusing the dread. Right. On dread. And she and she ended her um, conversation by saying every single day she says she does something intentional, some random act of kindness every single day. And I'm thinking, okay, that's a lot. But, you know, maybe I can get started and start talking about the things that I'm grateful for. You know, so I don't know. At the end of I want 
us all to be thinking. Okay. So at the end of the broadcast, we can talk about what we're what we're grateful for. Okay. I'm just, you know, just I love it. Giving a little bit thank of Thank you. Thank you for not putting me on the spot. I know. If I if I had to name my positive things right now, they're gonna be real random. And I, I That's also okay. but I think I think it's a great way to start the day. I don't I don't think I could just off the bat do that. Just because I, that would mean me waking up at like four thirty in the morning, which is like an ungodly time for me. Yeah, but yeah. I, I think if you, but like starting small, right? Like if you, if you wanted to build a habit, my advice would be write down three things you're grateful for. Right. Just write, write it down. down. Period. And it, what, what does that take? Nothing. Two, three minutes. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah. You know, and and what I really like about it is that it kind of retrains the bat, the the brain, from what I understand. And it's a dangerous thing that I'm in. Um, workshops and and in different things where I talk to people but um the brain basically is kind of lazy and it looks for shortcuts it's looking for shortcuts so if you can train the brain to do this and you shortcut it Mm -hmm. you know and and over time it's like muscle memory you know I'm grateful for this 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 and this right you know or I I just need 30 minutes to walk I can tell you walking for me is Mm -hmm. a spiritual experience Right. It is. Not, and not walking around the hospital, right? Like no, no, no. Walking I mean, outside. Wa- walking outside. Walking outside with my headsets on. That for me is a spiritual experience. Everything that happens to me that I can't figure out if I'm walking, mm-hmm. it's, and I've said this before, it's like the Claritin commercial yes. where the film is is lifted and now things become very vivid. Mm-hmm. And now the, 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 you know, anything that I'm, the decision I'm trying to make or something mm-hmm. comes to me and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm genius. You're like, you know? and now it's solved. Yeah. And, and I love that. And that happens during the walk. So I'm kind of wanting to try to figure out how to retrain my brain. I love that. So that yeah. I'm not in dread and I can do that. You know, I've got a meeting at two 30 and I'm like, oh my God. And I'm starting that moment of waking up. I've got that meeting at two thirty. Right. I hate this. Yes. <laughs> I hate it here. You know, and I can't. But I want to stop. Okay. So yeah. No, I think it's brilliant. Yeah. And well, for me, it's um like from the jump. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, I got to yeah. And it doesn't stop until like eight o'clock when my kids yeah. go to bed. Yeah. So um so but, I need I need to rewire wedge that. in wedge in wedge in the grateful. I will just wedge it in. In the da 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 da, absolutely. Just wedge that in. Yeah. You know, I got to do this, this, and oh, you know, I had that donut yesterday, and I didn't gain any weight behind that. So yeah, I'm not grateful. at all, not a single ounce. <laughs> okay, I can't wait. We have a podcast. Anyway. That's right, and we have my pal, oh Miss Elizabeth Lizzie Brown. Oh my gosh, is a licensed professional counselor and a registered play therapist at Cook Children's Hospital. Welcome to Raising Joy. Hi guys. Okay, don't judge us from Why? that conversation. Why would I judge, don't judge you? Don't Why judge. would I judge that conversation? I mean, that was, that was the best conversation. <laughs> well, what do you think? What do you? Do you think I of? wholeheartedly agree with everything you're saying, okay. but you don't have to tell us that. Like you could tell us we're full of it. It's no, okay. I, I was my my brain was right on track with your brains on that one. Well. Yeah, I okay. So when you're talking about gratitude, that's in therapy. One of the questions I like to ask kids are, "What really? are your roses and what are your thorns for today?" <gasps> and sometimes they don't want to say it first because they think it's weird that I asked them that question. And wow. so I say mine first and do a little like you know light stuff. Uh-huh, uh-huh, and uh-huh. the light stuff though, it just kind of forces you to think. It does. Like, what am I grateful for? 
right now today. Okay. You know? Don't say it because we're going to do that at the end. Okay. We are going to say it at I, the end. Okay. We're going to do that. I oh will. I will wait. <laughs> Let, wait. Let's talk about your background okay. and, and what brought you to Cook Children's. So Cook Children's for me was a happy accident. Really? Yes. Okay. So I moved here three years ago, almost exactly three years ago from North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Go Heels. Yes. Go Heels. <laughs> We're both Tar Heels. Yes, okay. we are. Okay. So, I, so three years ago, my husband got a job transfer and we moved to DFW mm-hmm. and I needed to find a job. And so I started looking around and stumbled upon the magic that is Cook Children's. Oh my, the magic. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. Yeah, is, seriously. There was, there, there's nothing like, like it. yeah, there's there no, and, and nothing close at, from Mm-mm. like from where I'm from. Yeah. Um, so just this super comprehensive child-friendly place. So I came from a hospital setting Okay. and then came to a children's hospital. I was like, children's hospitals are amazing. They are. <laughs> like, they are so the different. Best. There's so different. Many, and it, like, so I came around this time, or around Christmas time, my first year. Okay. I know. And how beautiful know. was it? I know. I know. So thank I'm you, walking around Thank you, Nancy the Cycle. And- I was like, this is amazing. This is yeah. Disney World. This yes. is like the most beautiful yes. hospital I've ever been through. It's magic. Yeah. It Nancy really, Cycle really- is like the decorator oh. du jour. She, just, baby, she, kills she, she kills it every yeah, time. You every just year. walk every around year. and you just feel good. You yeah. just yes. feel bright. And, and you need that. Yes. You need yes. that. Like if your kid is having a hard time. Or if and it's doesn't. really, and I do mean, and a lot of people don't get it, but it really is beautiful. People yes. come to take photographs around our campus yes. during Christmas time. Right. Yes. Because it is so beautiful. It, it really is. So so I, I feel really, really super lucky. Yeah. I, that I ended up where I needed to be yep. in my life. And so um, I just applied for the job and met the department and it ended up being a really good fit. Mm. And mm. Um, I've been doing this work now at Cook for almost three years. Wow. Yes. And yeah. we're so grateful to have her. Um, so funny background. So the psychiatry and the psychology Um, departments kind of like back into each other and Mm -hmm. we share a bathroom. (laughs) And so I cannot tell you, Lizzie knows how many times I go to the bathroom a day because I drink excessive amounts of water. And, um, but I can't tell you how many like mini case conferences we have because we share lots of patients and it's like, we just chat and like, it's fantastic. And my office is the closest to the bathroom. Wow. Yeah. And so we're getting a new building. And the oh, one thing right. I said is psychology and psychiatry need a joint bathroom. Yeah. Like we have to keep this going. We have like, to do it. <laughs> yeah. It's it like collaboration. Manda- mandatory it really collaboration. Is. It's collaboration at around its best. biology. Yeah. I mean, yes. come on. It's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. And just some good chit chat too. Yeah. I know. That is true. <laughs> yes. That is very, very good true. Good chit chat. Um, so like, so tell us, so you really love play therapy? I do. Okay. I love it so much. What is play therapy? Like what, okay. what exactly is it? I, when I... I'm asked this question. It's really hard to answer. It is okay, hard. So, okay, so play therapy is to children as talk therapy is to adults. Okay. Uh, okay, so play therapists tap into the language of play, which is a universal language of childhood. Okay. Um, to treat a variety of mental health concerns. Okay. Um. It's not one specific thing that you're treating with play therapy. It's more uh, think of think of play as the language, toys as the words, mm. and and this is the way that we're communicating with kids, and we're tapping into that mm. to to change thinking, to change patterns, to to create better coping skills, all within 
the, the, the language of play. Wow. If that makes sense. Cool. It's what it's not is it's not distracting children with toys while talking to them like an adult. Hmm. It is really using. Utilizing. Yes. It mm-hmm. is using what they're playing with, what they're doing. To free their mind to talk about it. Yeah, they're going to tell you their story. Yeah, they will. They're not going to tell you the same way we talk to each other about our stories. Mm -hmm. Because they don't have the language to do it. Yeah. They don't have that ability when they're really young. So I think, I think this is, that's an important point. Like as, as medical people, we all feel really comfortable saying we know that children's brains are not fully developed. And Mm -hmm. like, in fact, like they're, our brains aren't really fully developed into like our late adolescence or 20s. 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 Let's go there. but we we try to still communicate with them with the language that we use as mm-hmm. fully functioning, developed adults, which is lots of talking, mm-hmm. which requires a lot of complex thinking skills. Mm-hmm. So if you think about like what therapy is, you're asking people to think about their thinking. Yeah. You're asking people to tell me about that thought you had mm-hmm. or, you know, describe to me what happened in that situation. And when you ask a kid that. They can't. They can't. They can't. They can't. And so we use play to tap into the way that children communicate naturally. Okay. How does that look? Like, how does it look like in the office? Like, what happens? Because I maybe gave you, like, some... Okay. So um, I I was... I don't know if you guys, I know you have children when you don't know. If you, I have a son. He's so old, but go on. <laughs> he was once so a child. He was like, once a child. Okay, so <laughs> there's this uh, parenting experience that I hear all the time from my clients and from just parents I know. It's like you you take you pick your kid home up from school yep. and you say, how was your day? And they uh, ev- like, fine. Right? Like okay. every single time. Good. Well, okay. That was not my experience. But go okay, on, because well, okay. my son is very talkative. Okay. 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 <laughs> got to the so point where you're like, that probably, okay, shut up. <laughs> okay. So that probably also links up to a, a point too about this. Many kids, good, fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, even just like when you, you're using this, you know, a verbal skill mm-hmm. to try to get a person to tell you about their experience. Mm-hmm. The same thing happens in therapy, right? So yeah. a kid might come back to the playroom and you might say, how, how is, how are things going with your mom and dad, for example? Mm-hmm fine. You know, and you know, because mm-hmm. you're talking to mom and dad. And yeah. so, you know, what's, what something's going, going on. on. Yeah. Um, and then you say, okay, come into the playroom and here you get to pick what you want to do today. Mm-hmm. And they go to the art stuff mm. and they draw a picture with tons of scribble scrabbles mm-hmm. and all mm-hmm. kinds of spiky things popping out of mm. it and all kinds of stuff. And you go, oh, what's this picture called? And they go, the explosion. Oh. <laughs> and, and you go, Ooh. Okay. What's exploded? Yeah. Yeah. You go that some, you're telling me something. Yeah. You're, you're inviting me in. Yeah. You're inviting me to feel how you feel. This was way more comfortable Mm -hmm. for you to do this Mm -hmm. than for you to go, well, you know, Miss Brown, Mm -hmm. my mom and dad are. (laughs) When my father came home, my mother said this and then it went left. And I'll say teenagers are more than happy to like spill the tea on their parents. Yes. But kids on the other hand. Are not. Yeah. Mm -mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's much wow. harder. And it's not even for lack of wanting. It's just like, how, how do I talk about Yeah, just how know. do I, I my, the part of my brain that knows how to do this isn't really developed yet. Mm. Yeah. And so it's, it's, a, it's a process of tapping into that to let kids tell you their story. Now, art is an example, but they'll tell you through toys and right. pretend play. And, right. Um, right. you know, it, it, do you have kids? Who know. Okay, one you have kid. one child. And Do he's, you play therapy with your child? He's only one and a half. Okay, not yet. 
Yeah. Okay, not I right. chase my child. That's, That's right. right. <laughs> like this, like with yeah. the bumpers on, and you're like, yeah. please yeah. don't fall and break uh, yourself. Okay. Yes. 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 Okay. Uh-huh. I so we at part of our um, psychiatry training in child like in child psychiatry and fellowship, we do play therapy. Like I did it for a year, like every week with like several clients mm-hmm. and like things like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't play therapy my kiddos though. You don't. I don't. No. I I just. I mean. I, I just let them like play be. and kind of things let like that. Be. But if, I mean, if something came up and I was like, oh, that's weird. I mean, sometimes they do kind of strange things and I just mm-hmm. like observe and you ask open questions, open into questions, but right? Kids do strange things. They do strange things. I know. It's oh, really yeah, they, they do weirdos. They are, they are <laughs> tiny little weirdos, but they're like making connections yeah. and sometimes yeah. the connections are incorrect. Yeah. And that's okay. You know, mm-hmm. like it's okay. But I, so I don't play therapy my kiddos. Okay. Well, that's good. I mean, I guess that's good. I think it's good. I mean, yeah. I think it's good. I mean, there is a mop, filial therapy. You can do that with your own children. <laughs> but I get why you're, yeah, I get that. Well, why you know? is it so important anyway? Just in general, why is why is play therapy important? Play or play therapy? Or play. Let's Just talk play. play. Yeah, maybe let's, let's go, talk play. Let's go bigger. Let's okay, talk so, play. Okay, so I'm glad, I'm glad we're talking about this because th- this really lines up to me with the name of this podcast. Um Play creates joy for children. Okay. I mean, children need to play. Let's talk it's about it's that. so fundamental. It's yeah. such yes. a fundamental task. Mm-hmm. I mean, just I mean, think about it. Every kid is driven to play. They are. They it's it's so something in the brain is happening that's really important. Right. If every person is driven to do this thing mm-hmm. that seemingly has no point. <laughs> Right. Something is happening in your yeah, brain. Yeah. Something good, something important is is going on developmentally when that's so. So, you know, we we are learning more, of course, as, as science gets more sophisticated. Mm-hmm. Um, but we know now that play helps develop things like empathy, the, set, the parts of the brain that are lighting mm-hmm. up when a child is engaging and even by themselves, they're learning empathy. And, and the reason we think that is because. When you're pretend playing, like imagine with like two little dolls, mm-hmm. you're learning mm-hmm. to think about how this doll thinks and to think about how that character thinks. Okay. So you're learning theory of mind, which is that psychological concept of other people don't think the same as me. Okay. My brain is separate from your brain or my okay. thoughts are separate from your thoughts. Me as a person is separate from you as a mm-hmm. person. So play helps foster that. And then the other aspect, social play. I don't think there's any denying of how yeah. that yeah. helps children. Yeah. We're learning mm-hmm. to make up little games. We're learning to get along. We're learning to use our imaginations. We're learning to plan. Okay. Plan okay. out the future. So it, I, I think also I've heard my kids like work through things. Like if you just kind of like listen to like what they're playing, um, like themes come out, mm-hmm. right? Like, and that's mm-hmm. kind of how they like process their wow. day wow. because they can't, they're not, I mean, if I, like you said, like I would say, Hey, how was your day? Oh, it was great. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but if she's upstairs with her little sister and they're like, you know, like saying mean things to each other and da 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 I'm like, okay, well, who's Something. being, you know, what's going on here? Like, mm. what, what is it? Like theme, like you can kind of pick up on theme. This is interesting because, uh, okay, so I was at my sister's house and my niece is six and she has these dolls that, you know, they're Barbie type dolls and she had like five of them and I was like, jeez. So she wants to play mm-hmm. and she wants me to play. Oh, good. How do I help her? At, what do I do? How much, you know, I mean, relax just, and play. That's all you have to okay. do. Okay. Really? So it's hard, no, <laughs> it's hard for no us. It's hard for us. Reason. Okay. Okay. It's okay. hard. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not totally. Okay. So I, some, let me give you better advice. Okay. Okay. Because uh, <laughs> I need that. Let her lead 
the, the play. Uh, she's going to do that. Yeah, she's okay. like, I have no yeah. problem with that. Yeah, she like, has I'm none. doing great with that. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. I got that. Yeah. <laughs> so how do I support? I'm a supporting cast member. <laughs> I, I think if your goal is just to connect, okay. just let her go. Yeah, there's not, it doesn't have to be anything fancy okay. or anything. Because she sets up scenarios and you take this doll and she's this and you're, and I'm like, yeah, you know, but I really don't and I don't get it, but. You know, and then she's asking me, which one is your favorite? Mm -hmm. And I have to pick my favorite. And well, where are we going? Okay, I don't know. We're going to the grocery store. And, you know, it's just. It, it it's stuff that I haven't done in forever. Oh, and it's not your language. <laughs> no, it's her language. Yes. Yeah. So I don't want to. I don't want to discourage her, and I don't no. want to be like, gosh. Yeah. But you will always be Aunt Winnie who played with her Barbies. Oh my gosh. You and know, I play, mean, like that's so, yeah. Yeah. So, for her. Yeah, thinking about why play is important. Yeah. Yeah. That, it's no, a connection, it right? Is a that's connection. another piece of this. It's yeah. that bonding that that those those joy chemicals. Yes, the being joy released for her, yeah. and then oh, maybe some advice for you too is is try to let go a little bit of feeling you're having and try to enjoy it just as much yeah, as she yeah, is. Yeah, we need which to is hard away. because we, you want to have a purpose, right? You're I like, do. Well, I, and. Mm, Yes, I do. it's really hard for What's me. What's our objective? Yes. What are we trying to accomplish? You know, that's <laughs> yeah. you need direction. Yeah, like I need a director. Yeah, I need a purpose. I need, I need a checky box. Okay, and I need a producer. How do we? You know, it's just. <laughs> yeah. But see, but maybe you yeah. can teach her your skill, right? Yeah, yeah. Like you can teach her those skills. That's true. Play. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. that's good advice. I love that. And oh and gosh. well, you know, play is just is like we were saying. It's seemingly purposeless. But all think all the stuff that's going on up here in the brain is right. not right. purposeless. Right. You know? Do, do you think adults need play? Yes. How do we play? Okay, like, but explain obviously okay, it's very me, different. An adult plays very differently than a child. I was thinking about this, Winnie, when you were talking about your walks. Okay. You're yes. like it feels spiritual, the fog oh gets lifted. God. I love it. Yeah. It's um it. something you're moving your body. Mm -hmm. It's kinesthetic. Mm -hmm. There, it's a multi-sensory experience. It you're, is. You're feeling things outside. You're smelling smells. Mm -hmm. I'm feeling you're, the wind. Yeah, yeah, your body yeah. is your, is moving. I love the trees. I see the flowers. And it just kind of opens everything up to yeah, be able to to see the world a little more clearly. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's the value of play therapy as well. Because think about how different an experience is if just talking to a child about what's going on in their uh. life versus this multi-sensory experience that they're getting in a playroom. It's very different. Mm -hmm. it's, it's more rich. Different. It's richer. And I, I think about too, I, it sounds like, I mean, kind of like kids, we always talk about them being very here and now. Mm -hmm. And I usually talk about that and that they can't evaluate consequences, but it's actually a gift mm. because we don't, I don't have that. Like I have yeah. to be very intentional about being present and mindful. Mm -hmm. And like, that's why the whole, point of like mindfulness yeah, is yeah. like to be here and out but kids get it intrinsically mm -hmm. and so that's her experience is yeah. is like it's it's all of the senses it's here it's observing the trees it's mm -hmm. feeling the you know mm -hmm. like all those kind of things yeah they're processing all that information right mm -hmm. now wow. and then to t tie it back that back to play therapy that's valuable because you in the here and now can work on the things that are going on outside of the playroom it'll come out like mm -hmm. the, the concerns will come out in the, in the playroom, I mean, for example, like if you have a kid in front of you that struggles with something like frustration tolerance, mm -hmm. they just get mm -hmm. upset way too easily mm -hmm. and they go in the playroom and even if they're not telling you a story with the toys and they're going and they're stacking some blocks up and they just, they can't get it just right. And before you know it, they're, they're falling, falling down, down and they're, uh -huh, you know, uh -huh. they're blowing up. You can work with that child in the here and now mm -hmm. on how to 
have a better response right. to that, a more calm response to right. that right then and there, rather than seeing that kid and going, when you get mad, what's a better way to handle this? <laughs> you know, it's, it's they just, won't do it. They're going to be like, uh, like blank because yeah. they don't have the language. Yeah. Or, or yeah. Yeah. That common experience, experience of why did you do that? Yeah. I don't know. I just, the, it felt like that's what yeah, they did. Yeah. They didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> like they, like, it's like they say they don't, well, they probably don't know yeah. why they did that. Yeah. Can you help children with anxiety mm -hmm. when it comes to play therapy? Yes, you can. How does that work? Okay, so play in general with mm -hmm. play and anxiety are um, that this is a, it's a good thing to talk about these connections because if we think about what anxiety is in a brain chemistry, right? We it, we think of a flood of cortisol mm -hmm. in our bodies. Mm -hmm. um, so there's this very physical thing that's happening within us. Um, flight or flight, fight or flight response kicks in. Yeah. And then we have something like play, which is naturally soothing to that. I was going to say calming. Okay. Yeah. That yeah. in, in yeah. and of itself yeah. without even any intervention, Yeah. yeah. just yeah. inviting an anxious child into a playroom in and of itself gives the feel good chemicals a leg up over okay. cortisol. Okay. Right. That alone does. So that's like a good thing. So mm -hmm. I, I say this to parents too, to have children that are anxious is, let them play. Please. Make, yeah. Make okay. sure make sure that we're giving them time to play. Mm. Real play. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, but in the playroom, it can look like working through anything, you know, that the child presents with. So it might be a process-related thing, like we were just talking about, like stacking the blocks and the responses that the play therapist gives are going to be tailored more to some healthier self-talk mm -hmm. or some healthier coping skills within that. Or it could be more of the storytelling and you kind of get a peek into the triggers or what makes them anxious based on how they're presenting the story that they're telling you. Yeah. Um, so it's just it, when I was talking to you about what to do with your niece, mm -hmm. it's very mm -hmm. different than what yeah. a play therapist yeah, is doing, doing exactly. in the playroom. Exactly. Exactly. And so the play therapist is really kind of weaving in counseling skills right into play okay does that make sense yeah okay do you ever use video because no. it sounds oh, like video visits like telehealth visits no no no, no, okay, no okay. video to help play because it sounds like it's very hands-on not video yeah. not interactive with the screen yeah there's I'll, no screen almost never okay. either do i use that okay do i use screens do you are you concerned about the age that children are on screens and how much younger it is. And like, I mean, we have like Big the yes. Kindle, Kindle Fire tablets and we have games. I mean, full disclosure, my children have those. Yeah. But, but are you, it's with balance. What, yeah. what do you, what are your concerns with that? Like thinking about how important play is. Yes. Yeah. I'm glad you asked this question. I am concerned about this. I wonder if y'all are concerned too. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yes. I'm concerned about me. Yeah, me too. Me too. But, there, but there's, there's, a, there's a recent study that's been out about how, um, and, and we hear, I've heard about it from elementary school teachers as well, that because kiddos, you know, were like started kindergarten where they do a ton of play and centers and like mm -hmm. all those kind of things. They don't know how to do school and they're behind socially mm. and they're behind in those ways because it was all virtual. And so they didn't mm. get all of that practice mm -hmm. playing mm -hmm. and, yeah, and that kind of stuff. Yeah. 
Yes. And then also Sad. you think about like games. Games are very purposeful and watching videos is very passive. It's very so, passive. So yes. you're not getting the, I don't think they're getting the benefits of exercising play. that muscle, that play muscle. Yes. You're right. really not. Yeah. Think of how many things are happening that we even just discussed in this podcast episode so far yeah. that happen yeah. when you're playing. Yeah. And then a screen is just not going to provide the richness. It's, it's not, not. going to provide the same uh-uh. quality. The sensory experience is yeah. gone. It is. You know, the, the tactile experience is gone. Wow. wow. The kinesthetic experience to an extent is yeah. gone. Well, are, are children muted behind so much screenplay that they don't play well? Yeah. You know, with, with the blocks and the dolls and the things. I mean. I mean, okay, so I don't know and maybe yes. Okay. Is that a good way to answer that okay. question? It's the perfect psychology psychiatry answer. Okay, yeah. It's <laughs> intentionally it very, maybe. It maybe. as ambiguous as possible. Uh, <laughs> maybe. It could only be more psych-oriented if we ask you a question instead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I should have done that if I asked you. Well, what do you think about that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, yes, I have concerns about, about that. About that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think and it's. And I Stunting think it, the growth of play. I right. don't want to stunt the growth of play. Right. And so I think important. about like language skills because mm. that was what the study was about. It was like language and social skills yeah. because if you're on a screen, you're not interacting with your sibling and figuring out how to resolve conflict. Mm. And then if you're on a screen, you're not talking to people to communicate your needs. Right. Mm-hmm. And so you're not developing like language skills and things like that. So right. I do, I do really have yeah. worries and I, and not, I mean, my kids have screens. They have a Kindle Fire. They have. They watch YouTube, whatever, or kids do. But um, you know, and you not get them outside. Yeah, from right. but not to vilify yeah. those right. things. But it's part of the culture we live in. Just yeah. think about it. Yeah, there's you know. a balance. Yeah. Exactly. Yes, I, I would like to understand what this looks like when you're in college learning how to do this. I mean, <laughs> what, <laughs> what are these classes like oh, when fun. you're trying to be, a lot of fun. when fun. you're doing and that? fascinating. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. But I mean, okay, everybody, um, next class, we're bringing our blocks. I mean, what does that look like? Yeah. <laughs> not that, okay, that's not, it's, okay, so this is another example of a happy accident that happened in my life. Mm. My life is like filled with happy accidents. But I... Went to UNCC because mm-hmm. I lived in Charlotte at the time and I wanted to become a school counselor and I knew I wanted to work with children because I love kids. Okay. And then I just took a play therapy course because I knew they had a great program in play therapy. I was like, I'll try this. I had no idea what it was. I really had no idea what it yeah. was. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is amazing. This. <laughs> this is so fun. And so I ended up getting a graduate certificate, which I can't even remember the exact amount of classes I had to take. But uh, I was able to graduate yeah. with the hot, like, you know, master's level training in play there, which is really fortunate. There's not that many master's programs in counseling that offer this. And uh-huh. so that was really awesome. But it, we, we did, you know, a lot of working hands-on with children. We would have like, we mm-hmm. had to recruit our friends' children and we had like a little lab playroom with like wow. a little like camera in the corner okay. and we get feedback on our, on how we were doing, learning just the basic skills. Mm-hmm. Um, so wow. yeah, wow. yes, it was. So whenever you're a psychiatry resident, they there's like two way mirrors and like you never know Who's like is someone looking, back there is someone not wow. like all of that. So you, I mean, it's you know, and then you get used to people not being there, and then like you walk out, and then your program director is like, "Hey, um, so about that." <laughs> so I had this situation. Okay, I had the situation where um that was happening. I was in the playroom with the kid, 
and we were playing in the sandbox and um, the kid was dump, scooping up sand and like dumping it onto the floor. And I was just like, letting him do it. And I, <laughs> I, I was like, you were having a good time doing that, man. This yeah. is fun for yeah, you. You're loving this. And then like, I just knock on the, <laughs> I was like, Lizzie, set a limit. Yes. <laughs> set was, a limit. I was like, Oh, you can tell. Cause somebody am, has to clean this yeah, up. <laughs> like yeah. newbie at this. Wow. Wow. Yep. So there's a balance, right, between, like, unstructured play and joy Mm -hmm. with, like, limits. limits. You definitely have to have limits. Yes. (laughs) My children know all about it. Yeah. What does your office look like? Oh, so I have an office, and then we also have the playroom. Okay, what does the playroom look like? Oh, it's great. Okay, it's... um, it's there. The ones that cook are the best ones I've ever had. Of course, of course, right? Um, okay, we so did, we didn't pay her to say this. Right. No, I really, did, you really didn't. I was so excited when I started working. I was like, oh my gosh, this, this is, is the so best. Much. There's a little sink, a little counter, yeah, kitchen. Little, well, yeah, a little kitchen set, and then the art stuff on one side, and then on the shelves we have um, toys kind of categorized. Mm-hmm. We have dramatic play we have a little puppet theater we have um puppets little animal figurines baby dolls Mm. a dollhouse little peep little mini people okay some musical instruments wow okay what's your favorite age to play in this therapy and that you really like this is where it really works i don't have a favorite age i like there's so many good things yeah like so the youngest we the youngest we see in our clinic is three And then for play therapy, it's a little like um, ambiguous when you mm-hmm. get to the, it just depends on what the kid gravitates towards and, yeah. you know, development and things like that. So I would say like seven, six and seven and eight, they're kind, they could be, well, eight, you could be kind of coming out of play therapy, but most eight-year-olds still really, really enjoy like mm-hmm. the playroom. Yeah. Okay. And then I even, have, like, I have some 10-year-olds that really enjoy the playroom. Yeah. But I also have some like seven-year-olds that are like, this is just, too much. Yeah. Like, I'd rather know. just tell you what's going on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, and, and it's so variable, right? Mm-hmm. Based on, like, ability, maturity. Yeah. Like, all those kind of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it really does. Like, it really mm-hmm. kind of depends on where the kiddo is. Yes. Wow. For sure. I think. Yeah. Well, we were talking earlier about being grateful. Okay. Oh, yeah. oh gosh. I didn't really think. I've been distracted. <laughs> I've been wrapped up in play therapy and play. Okay. I'm grateful. I'll go first. Um, I am grateful for B.B. King. The jazz musician. No, no. <laughs> My Morky, I have a Morky who's BB King, um, and he's a puppy. And I didn't really want a puppy, but I really enjoy. BB King. He makes me like, I'm just like, oh my God, you make me so mad sometimes. But when I sit back at the end of the day and I look at that face, I am just, I'm so grateful oh. that you came into my life. And I didn't realize that I was going to attached to a dog so fast I, I really didn't and so so grateful how he makes me feel early in the morning late at night and it is just oh and he comes and sits and snuggles and it's just like oh, love you <laughs> so I'm really grateful for how this this dog drifted into Aww. my yeah. life yeah and happy really ha- grateful Semi happy semi accident. It was. Yeah. It, it was. took some planning. It, it took because I was really looking for a rescue dog. I really, really wanted a rescue, but I was really looking for a small dog, and it was really hard to get them because they are so hard to get. 
Okay. And so I went, I ended up going to a breeder and, and finding him. And then you're looking at them on the internet and you're looking which one. There's I picked the, the wrong one. Yeah. Love you, Gary, but you were the wrong dog. <laughs> Wait, Ask you have husband. a dog named Gary? I do. That is great. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but grateful for BB King. He's adorable. A Morky yeah. is a Maltese Yorkie? Yes. Oh, I need to see a picture. He's adorable. Trust like he's like me, baby. the cute okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. He's, he's so cute. cute. He's so cute. He's so cute. He really is. I am grateful for your boss, Miss Lena Zettler. Oh, love her. I do too. I, I, well, for one, she hired you and was able to recruit you and to keep you. And I, um, like with her being the director of psychology yes. and um, I'm a, a medical director for psychiatry, we work together on so many projects. And I'm just so appreciative of her passion and her friendship and her support and her ability to support the hard work that yeah. you guys do yeah. because mm-hmm. there are lots uh, kids don't come into play therapy because they're doing great. They come in with struggles yeah. and that's yeah. not easy. Like, yeah. like being an observer and a helper of like kids suffering is really hard. And it so, hard. but I think she does a fantastic job of like supporting cook and supporting um, the psychologist um, and what they need. And I, I'm just so grateful for her leadership. Yeah. 100%. Wonderful. Agree mm-hmm. with that. That's great. And her friendship. Are you going to get Lena on next? I ask her, but she's, mm. but she's tied up. She's got lots of projects. She she's does. a busy gal. She's very busy. What are you grateful for? Okay. The, the Tar Heels. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> We're going to save this episode for March when it really matters. Yes. <laughs> so I, I'm grateful that y'all invited me to be here. Aww. I'm grateful for female mentors people to look up to so you're bringing up lena and inspirational women such as yourselves yeah it's nice to have women in leadership positions like this it is i'm grateful i'm grateful for that i'm grateful for the opportunity to talk about something that i really love right yes um, and be able to spread the message out a little bit more to a wider group yes those are my gratitudes in this moment yay and that's how you raise joy. Yay! <laughs> We're just, working on it. Yeah, yeah. You okay, have to what do are, it. Okay, here, let's set it. Okay, so this weekend is coming up. Mm-hmm. And what, how are we going to do, how are we going to do some play? Like how, as adults, are we going to play this weekend? Play? How am I, oh, I going to play? How am I going to play? I'm going to go for a run. Go. <gasps> I stated it publicly. Okay. I've been off of it and I need yeah. to get back on desperately. Yeah. But I'm going to do it because I enjoy it and not because mm-hmm. I need to do it. Yes. Yeah. See, and, and you just trigger my walk. Okay. You, and and the weather is just yeah. Great. It okay. is so great for a walk. It is so so that for me is like a no-brainer. Okay. Okay, so I have a toddler so this is like kind of an easier question. I will probably play with him. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. Yes, yeah. he's he's uh really into airplanes and helicopters right now. Aww. Um I know he's he's really cute. He's uh, very cute. Oh, he's a cute boy. Um but for myself, I think I'm going to try to cook something this weekend. Oh, cooking. Yeah. Do you cook well? I like to think I do. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I also, like, I live with a really easy to please person okay. who gets so really that's... excited about just about anything. So I don't, I don't feel like I have a good, a good, I'm sure like, it's great. Judge of, yeah, I'm well, sure he got it's... really excited one time. I just made him like yogurt with berries. He's like, how did you do this? I was like, it's just put it in there. Does he have a brother? Stir it. At. Does he have a brother? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my well, gosh. Awesome. Thank Lizzie. you so much. Yes, thank you for coming. Yeah, I'm, I'm so, so glad. glad you're here. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you guys so much for having me. Wow. And to our listeners, thank you for your support. Please rate, review, 
and subscribe. And next week, you can learn about the impact that puberty has on mental health. I'm so excited about talking about that. Every teenager is going to cringe and cover their ears like they do every time I ask them about it, but it's okay. This is one just for parents. So until next time, just breathe. Open up. You You matter. matter.